Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Psalms, Psalm number 107 and verse number 22, uh, where we started on the last podcast talking about the sacrifices of Thanksgiving. And by the way, if you're listening on Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, don't overeat. No, I'm picking. Have fun. Today's the day. Just enjoy family. And uh, if you're not listening on Thanksgiving Day, we're glad you're with us as well. And this is uh, applicable to any day, not just Thanksgiving, because I read or heard years ago, Thanksgiving should be turned into Thanksgiving, and that's what I'm dealing with. Here's what the Bible says, because Thanksgiving ought to be an everyday occurrence. I'm not talking about the turkey and the dressing and the gravy and the who wants cranberries, not I, yuck, uh, or the pumpkin pie, I like some pumpkin pie, or a sweet potato casserole, wow. Don't get much better than that, especially my mom's, um, and uh, love all that stuff. But, you know, I'm talking about gratitude, thankfulness, uh, you know, just being uh, thankful for what all God has done. Thanksgiving turned into thanksgiving. Here's what the Bible said in verse 22 of Psalm 107. We started on this on yesterday. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we started on the last podcast talking about five spiritual sacrifices that a child of God should have. Five spiritual sacrifices every single day of your life that will turn thanksgiving into thanksgiving. The first one, we started on the last podcast, a sacrifice of person. And that is in Romans 12, 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And if you want to show God that you're thankful, and you want to show God that you love Him, and you want to show God how much gratitude you've got, give your person to Him. Give your body to Him. Just simply present your body. And the Bible says it's reasonable based on the mercies of God. The fact that Jesus gave his body for us, it's reasonable for us to give our body to him. And we stopped on these grounds yesterday, but drops of grief can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Here, Lord, I give myself away. Tis all that I can do. Great words by Isaac Watts. Now let's talk about that sacrificing of your person. Because a sacrifice, that, that goes right back to the Old Testament. You know something about those Old, sec- Old Testament sacrifices? Number one, they had to be presented. Oh, yeah. If someone didn't want to bring a sacrifice, they didn't have to. They didn't have to listen to what God had said. They didn't have to listen to the message that God had sent through Moses. Sacrifice is a presentation. It's voluntary. It's on you. God's not going to force you. God's not going to draft you into sacrifice. Nobody else can do it for you. It is personal and voluntary when you present your body a living sacrifice. 
I, pres- I, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies, your bodies. Quit worrying about your neighbor and what, what they're doing or not doing. Your body. The sacrifice must be presented. Number two, the sacrifice must perish. Oh, yeah. What was a sacrifice? What is a sacrifice? It's a death. It's a slaying. It's a death. It's a slaying. It's got to be of, uh, of uh, something that, that dies. It means that, it means that though you live, you take death to self. And you say, Lord, you're going to come before my wife. You're going to come before my children. You're going to come before my home. You're going to come before my ambitions. You're going to come before my education. You're going to come before my business. You're going to come before my pleasure. You are coming before everything I am. You are number one. I'm crucified with you. I am living a sacrificial life. Galatians 2.20, which is my wife's life verse. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Most church people, most religious people stop right there. I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified with Christ. No, don't stop there. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus is not your partner. He is your master. Can I say that again? He is not your partner. He is your master. He is your Lord. And we're to be a sacrifice. And it's all to be given to him. That sacrifice had to be presented. That sacrifice had to perish. Number three, that sacrifice must be perfect. It must be perfect. It must be without blemish, without spot. Well, there you go. I can't do that because I sure do have a lot of failure and I sure do have a lot of problems. And, you know, I was born, I was born, you know, all mixed up and raised in a mixed up family. And, you know, I got this big mouth of mine and I got a bad temper and oh, my brain just don't work right sometimes. I ain't talking about that. It's talking about wholeness. A sacrifice had to be given wholly. Complete, total, no part left out, nothing held back. In the Old Testament, they didn't give part of the sacrifice. They put it all on the altar. I'm going to tell you where we're at, where we mess up, is we give God a little bit, or we give God half, or we give God three quarters, but we hold back part of our own. It had to be presented, it had to be, it had to perish, and it had to be perfect. Now watch this. One of the greatest Christians probably ever lived was William Booth over yonder in London, England. Founded the Salvation Army, which is still going today. It's not what it used to be uh, when Booth was alive and the great Christian that he was. And there was an evangelist by the name of J. Wilbur Chapman. J. Wilbur Chapman, this evangelist, went to see William Booth when he was an old man. And uh, he asked General William Booth, he said, what is the secret of your life? How did, how did God use you so? And they said that General Booth 
brushed a tear out of his eye and bowed his head, and he thought for a minute. And here's what he said to J. Wilbur Chapman. He said, God has had all there was of me. He said, there have been men with greater brains and greater opportunities than I. But from the day I had a vision of what God could do with a poor old Londoner, I made up my mind that God would have all there is of William Booth. Son, how convicting. How convicting. Does God have all of me? Does God have all of you? That very that, that statement that he made right there. I want to just read it again because it's too powerful not to read it again. He said, God has had all there was of me. There were men with greater brains and greater opportunities than I. But from the day I had a vision of what God could do with a poor old Londoner, I made up my mind that God would have all there is of William Booth. The very thought of that challenges my heart, strikes fear in my heart that I, so many times, am a hypocrite. I want God to have all there is of me, and you ought to have, want to have uh, God to have all there is of you. And if we would to be able to turn Thanksgiving one day a year into Thanksgiving 365, it would be by offering a spiritual sacrifice of our person, giving ourselves entirely to the Lord. The second thing, the second spiritual sacrifice is the sacrifice of prayer. Listen to this verse, Psalm 141, verse 2. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. The sacrifice of prayer. See, God says here that your prayer and the lifting up of your hands are like a sacrifice. It's like the incense of the tabernacle that goes up before the Lord. In Psalm 141.2, he said, Let my prayer be set before thee as incense. And if you were to go into the tabernacle, into the Old Testament, you know what you'd find first? You'd find the brazen altar where the blood sacrifice was. Then the second thing you would find is the brazen laver where the cleansing was. You walk into the holy place, the tabernacle. On one side is the candlestick. On the other side is the table of showbread. And the, the showbread and the candlestick and the laver and the altar of, bre of brass, they all represent Christ. Christ is our sacrifice at the altar. Christ is our sanctification at the laver. Christ is our sustenance at, uh, uh, in the showbread. And Christ is our, our sight at the candlestick. And when you come to that, past that candlestick and showbread, you come to an altar of incense. And that speaks of Christ as our supplication. And that priest, I want you to hear this, that priest would first come by the way of the blood and then sanctification. And then he would come to the showbread and the candlestick. Then he would come to the golden altar of incense and there he would burn incense on the golden altar. In the morning when he trimmed the lamps and in the nighttime when he came to trim the lamps, he would offer sacrifice upon that golden altar inside the holy place. And it would be a sacrifice of incense that would burn and ascend up out of the tabernacle, and it would be a sweet-smelling savor, a sacrifice to God. It was a, it was a picture of prayer. 
And God says our prayers are like that sacrifice. Now hear this. In order to get to the golden altar, you first got to come past the brass altar. The brazen altar is where the blood was, and the golden altar is where the incense was. Nobody offers incense until first there's been offered a sacrifice on the brass altar. And isn't that what Paul said in Hebrews 10, 19? We have boldness to enter into the holiest. How? By the blood. When you come to the Lord to pray, you have to come on the basis of the blood atonement. That fire that was in the incense, that fire had come from the brass altar. The fire on the golden altar had come from the brass altar. And you take that fire from the brass altar and burn the incense on the golden altar. And if you put strange fire there, not fire from the brazen altar, any other kind of fire, it was an abomination. And here's the truth. There's only one way to God. There's only one way to God in salvation. There's only one way to God in supplication. It's a blood-sprinkled highway. There's only one way to pray. It's by the blood of Jesus. And there has to be fire on the altar. It's got to be fire from the right altar, the brazen altar. And when there's fire on the golden altar, the altar of incense, on the basis of blood, our prayers are a sweet perfume that go up to God. But wouldn't you like to bless God on this Thanksgiving and also tomorrow and the next day? It's going to have to be a sacrifice of your person. It's going to have to be a sacrifice of your prayer. Morning and evening, morning and evening, morning and evening, that sweet incense rising up before the Lord. I hope we've not been so busy today that, you know, with turkey and dressing and all the fixings and all the fun and all the family, that we've not taken time on this day, this day, to offer a prayer of thanksgiving for the goodness of God in our lives. Now, on the next podcast, we're going to conclude this study on these five sacrifices of thanksgiving, and you don't want to miss that. But today, you have the opportunity at a family gathering, today at a friend gathering. gathering. Uh, if you have to go out in the world today and be a light and be salt, present your body, present your prayers, sacrifices of thanksgiving. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose tomorrow? I'm getting up going to pray, going to read my Bible, going to get filled with the Holy Ghost, going to go out and make a difference in this world and turn thanksgiving into thanksgiving, the sacrifices of thanksgiving. Don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. God bless you.